Hey, Forrest here. Nothing like getting paid. And with ICCU's mobile app, I can deposit checks or accept Zelle payments so the money hits my account fast. I just wish there was an app for mowing the rest of these lawns. Right now, Lithia Ford of Boise is buying used vehicles. How much you want for the SUV? Uh, I don't know. Well, Lithia Ford will give you more than that. How much more? More than you think. I'm not thinking anything. I'm thinking you might get even more than that. See how much more you can get at Lithia Ford of Boise. When it comes to concrete, we've got you covered. Ropaint.com offers custom concrete coating services for your garage, business, warehouse, and more. And we do it in one day. We are your complete concrete coating solution. This is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Joining BJ Reigns today is KTVB Sports Director Jay Tust. Check him out on Twitter at KTVB Sports Guy and make sure to check out KTVB.com. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Now here's Jay Tust and BJ Reigns with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hello, Jay. What up, bud? How are you? Good. Can you even hear um, me? Is this thing on? It's been a while. Yeah. Um, hello, everybody. Um, I'm Naismith, and that's Jay Tust. And I heard you have a baby. I did, bud. I did. What's now, his name? We're, we're, we're trying to catch you guys. We got we got two kids, one boy. Any advice? Uh, I don't know. Well, congratulations, and um, everybody. Um, Otherwise, hit the subscribe button at bronconationnews.com. <laughs> Good job, D. Smith. All right. It was a momentous day with uh, Jay Tuss coming back. I love D. Smith it. heard about it, wanted to jump on and say hello there at the beginning of the show. And now we'll get back to business here. That's Bronco perfect. Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com. We are back, our Tuesday edition. And, yes, Jay Tust has returned we were uh, able to get him uh, after probably one or two hours of sleep last night uh we were able to uh get jay uh back and uh, excited to have you back jay uh been been talking to you obviously but uh congratulations yeah. big news in the tust household and and i uh, hope everything's going well man it, it's going pretty well um i would complain about sleep but let's face it he's two ish weeks old two and a half weeks, almost three weeks old actually uh so he's he's figuring things out and so are we um and there he is right there little, little brooks so uh he's awesome he uh sleeps like a tank during the day uh the night thing we are still trying to flip and figure out uh i said this joke probably way too many times but we we think he feels like he was born in london or something because uh we're we're on our way to figuring out the whole day and night thing but he already <laughs> looks bigger than that. that those are newborn picks he he already looks bigger than that bj well that's uh that's awesome, man. Happy yeah. for you. Congratulations. And, and uh, happy that you're able to, uh, for 30 minutes or so, uh, sneak away to uh, jump on the show with us today. Congrats again to uh, Camille and uh, the entire Tusk family. 
And uh, as uh, someone commented here, let me find it real quick. Uh, Naismith and Brooks, the next generation of BNN. So let's go. I hope BNN is still around at that point. <laughs> ready to take over. That would be uh, that would be awesome. But, that would be uh, epic. Uh, a lot of uh, exciting uh, folks comments. Uh, you know, welcoming you back, congratulating you, Jay, in the uh, chat. There's uh, Perry, uh, Kurt. We got Dennis on here as well. Uh, so everybody's excited. And as Chris Lauder reminds us, uh, almost football season. Yeah, so, uh, it is. I, I know it had to be a killing. Had to have uh, probably killed you, Jay, to not be down there at media days in Las Vegas. But obviously, you had a, a you were you know where you needed to be and where you should have mm -hmm. been. And and uh, but obviously yep. the the start of the, the the unofficial season with media days there, Brady did a great job mm -hmm. uh, for uh, KTVB. And I know you were still involved in watching everything and and uh, tweeting stuff out. But uh, overall, media days in the books. We got the little week here where not a lot is going on. We got the basketball Canadian trip coming up. I wanted to talk, touch on that with you, but we'll probably hit that mostly on Friday yeah. uh, as they get set to leave on uh, Sunday. And uh, Bronco Nation News will be uh, attending that trip. Uh, so looking forward to that and getting some coverage for that. And uh, we're really excited about that. Again, that will be uh, Sunday. I head to Vancouver. The games will be Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and then come back Friday. And uh, Monday is also the first day of uh, Andy Avalos. That'll be quite the Monday, hopefully, for some traffic at BroncoNationNews.com. You got uh, Andy Avalos' uh, pre-camp press conference uh, during the day. And then I believe 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, you got uh, the big game with Trinity Western on, uh, on Monday night. So a lot going on. And, uh, again, I do want to quickly give a shout-out to our sponsors. We could not go on this Canadian trip if not for the three sponsors that you see listed there at the bottom of the screen. Uh, your, your guys, Atkinson's Mirror and Glass, man, they, uh, they stepped up as a sponsor on this trip. I know, uh, I know you uh, have golfed with them in the uh, tournament a couple of years, and they, are, uh, very, uh, they were very supportive of this trip when I called them and asked them if they wanted to do it. So uh, Atkinson's Mirror and Glass, fourth-generation family business, helping Idahoans build equity in their home since 1951. For all your glass needs, you can visit atkinsonsmirrorandglass.com, 208-375-3762, Atkinson's Mirror and Glass, a proud sponsor of Boise State Athletics and the Horseshoe Collective and a uh, golfing buddy of Jay Tuss. So uh, we appreciate Atkinson's Mirror and Glass, Jay, for stepping up. Yeah, those guys are awesome over there. Um, cool to see them do that, BJ. Brian King as well, RBC Wealth Management. Want to give him a shout-out. Uh, him, yeah, Nick Duncan's working for him. Obviously, he's a big supporter of Boise State Athletics. Investors, discipline planners, financial advisors, not just one but a team. You get a highly personalized investment team of professionals and the vast resources of a global financial institution. As financial advisors and community leaders, they prioritize the best interests in their clients and hold themselves accountable to accomplish what is right for you. Their team brings a world-class level of financial experience, knowledge, and resources to clients in our community and across the country. So again, rbcwealthmanagement.com. Uh, you can uh, slash King Berrios Bartlett. You can look them up to search Brian King, RBC Wealth Management. You see the phone number uh, on the screen there. But uh, Brian King also stepping up for this tournament, as well as Matt Bowsher. We'll tell you about him later as well. But I uh, just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors uh, making the Canadian trip possible. I mean, it's pretty uh, hard to fathom, Jay. I mean, it just shows the interest in Boise State basketball at this point and shows uh, where Bronco Nation News is. But I think in general, just this this uh, community that you have, uh, you know, uh, an outlet like ours making the trip to Canada and the fact that uh, multiple sponsors wanted to help pay for it. So it's going to be a, a fun trip. Looking forward to that and uh, should be uh, exciting. And we'll be talking about that tonight, Jay. Episode four of the Tyson Degenhart show is tonight. And uh, newcomer starting point guard Roddy Anderson uh, will be uh, the guest of Tyson Degenhart tonight on the uh, Tyson Degenhart show. So uh, check that out. 8 p.m. tonight. 
And again, we appreciate Idaho Central Credit Union for sponsoring the Tyson Degenhart Show. ICCU.com for all of your banking needs. Tonight, 8 p.m., Tyson Degenhart, Roddy Anderson uh, will preview the Canadian trip and uh, talk about their practices. Remember, Jay, well, you know this, but uh, for fans that don't, they get 10 practices leading up to the trip, which is actually more important than the games themselves for uh, usually is the case. You get 10 full practices, 10 full days of basically in-season practices in July. So uh, we'll catch up and hear uh, how the things are looking with the team and uh, from Tyson and, and how Roddy Anderson is adjusting to things. So that'll be 8 p.m. tonight on the uh, the Tyson Degenhart show. Uh, Perry says, when is Jay joining BNN full-time? Everybody else is. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll – uh, who knows? We, but, uh, no, Jay, uh, we are appreciative that you're uh, helping us out on Tuesdays and Fridays, mm-hmm. uh, continuing that moving forward here. Um, I think Jay t- – I think uh, Mike Prater called it the, the Boise State Media Dream Team. But uh, we'll we'll throw uh, Brady in there and all the great folks at KTVB and what you guys got going on and um, – Excited about uh, what we got moving forward. Yes, we, we do have Jordan K in the fold. We have Mike Prater in the fold. Jordan posted an interesting article today. Uh, subscribers, you can head on over to BroncoNationNews.com and read that. And by the way, uh, we did just get the Andy Avalos uh, bat signal. They do have a new recruit for the 2024 season. Uh, it was actually pretty funny, Jay, because that happened like right within seconds of when I saw Davis Harson mm-hmm. send out his commitment tweet to Idaho State. And I had to do a double take real quick when I saw the Davis Harson one to, to make sure that that was not Boise State that he was committing to uh, because we saw the Andy Avalos uh, bat signal. But uh, Davis Harson, congratulations to him. Brian Harson's son, he is headed to Idaho State to play for Cody Hawkins, the obvious connection there. Uh, but uh, Boise State does get uh, a new commit in the class of 2024. Uh, we will have that. Jordan K will be all over that today. Uh, writing an article on that. But uh, the article that I did want to briefly touch on, uh, Jay, that one of the big topics at Mountain West Media Days that Jordan just posted uh, at BNN, subscribers go on over there, bronconationnews.com, and read it, is about uh, coaches' uh, burnout. And uh, with the way the transfer portal works now, there's just not a lot of time off for coaches. The summertime, which used to be the time where coaches could get away, is now uh, filled with transfer portal visits and all kinds of other stuff. And and a lot of the coaches are concerned about uh, burnout from the coaching staff and uh, some very good comments and thoughts in there. Uh, Jordan talked to all 12 Mountain West coaches at Media Days and put some comments in there from all 12 of them. Uh, what, what is your take on the uh, current, I guess, recruiting calendar, the schedule, and uh, with how crazy the transfer portal is now in the spring and summer, uh, the time that coaches used to get off, really, they're not much off anymore? Uh, yeah, I think that they're – should be something done about it to be all in, in all honesty. I mean, I know that these coaches are making a lot of money now. I, I completely understand that. And, um, if, you know, I could make what Kirby smart made, I would be willing to sacrifice a, a few years and a few hours of my time, um, in order to do that. I, I completely get it. Uh, I know some of those guys aren't complaining. Some of them are complaining. I think that there should be some type of, of regulation. I, I, that, that, that's just me. Like I, I don't, that's probably very unconventional and probably really hasn't even floated as an idea, but you know, in many ways they limit the hours that athletes can, can work out. I almost think that they should, there should be some parameters for coaches as well. And it's not necessarily so that they have to do less, but I think it would be awfully interesting if it pushed efficiency and put a premium on that. Like, uh, you, you, I read, you know, I was reading about Nick Saban. I read a book on Alabama football um, the other a week ago or whatever. And, you know, you, you look at his support staff and things like that, and um, they are the premier program in the country for a reason, but they have resources also unlike any other. 
And so if there were certain modifications or, or limits put on things, um, not only with, you know, the amount of bodies, but more than that, the amount of hours. Yeah. Uh, I just think it would be interesting because all of a sudden you would really push um, who can be the most efficient with their time um, with their athletes when they're just with their, uh, you know, fellow coaches and things like that. But, you know, working seven days a week isn't a lifestyle that anybody wants to or should want to live, in my opinion, especially if you have a family. Yeah, and there's some uh, telling quotes in there. So, again, bronconationnews.com, uh, you got to be a subscriber. Jump on board. We'd love to have you. We've, uh, we're approaching 100 new subscribers since we uh, made the news last week with Jordan and Prater. So uh, interest has been very high. We appreciate those of you that have jumped in. And uh, I hate to do it. I know some people just uh, assume they can go get their stuff for free somewhere else, and that's great. Go for it. But uh, our, a lot of more stuff's going to be locked down behind the paywall here as we uh, continue to uh, move forward with our business model and with, uh, you know, got to, got to pay two big salaries now. And, uh, you know, Jay's negotiating for more money now that his family's bigger. So we're, uh, we're, we're, we're doing what we can here to take care of our employees. And we got to do that by, uh, uh, we got some great sponsors, some new ones we're going to be telling you about moving forward, but also, uh, your subscription helps a ton. So uh, hopefully you will find what we're doing worth it and uh, pony up the uh, 70 bucks for a full year, or you can just do six ninety nine a month if that works better for you. And uh, we'd love to have you at bronconationnews.com. Anything else from media day stand out to you, Jay, from afar. Uh, we missed you at Circa, man. Awesome spot, yeah. Circa Resort and Casino. And they had to, you know, we had Johnny jumping in the pool out there when he was doing his show on Tuesday. Uh, they had an event. Uh, all the, a lot of the Boise media got together up at Legacy Club, the 60th floor rooftop, uh, one of the evenings, and and uh, were able to catch up with with Jeremiah and Andy. And uh, it was just a great. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun, man. And and um, uh, Brady did a great job. We saw his live shot out there at the pool one day and stadium swim, and then up there on the Legacy Club as well and the sports book. So. Um, we'll be back Mountain West basketball tournament. Hopefully get Jay down there again for another live shot over there with the, if we do a, a joint event with the blue collar club, we got some other bigger events planned. We're actually hoping to do a, a Bronco nation news party out at stadium swim on that Friday of the, uh, semifinals where Boise state fans will either be, you know, happy that their team's playing that evening in the, in the semifinals or uh, lost the day before, but uh, still have their tickets and going to hang around and go to the pool either way. So I think that Friday of Mountain West championship week makes pl make plans to join us for a uh, pool party at the cabana at, and I'm watching conference tournaments all over the screens at uh, stadium swim. But uh, uh, your thoughts just in general, Jay Boise state, 16 years in a row, picked to win. There was a little bit of uh, discussion amongst Prater and Johnny and Jordan down in Vegas that uh, Cordero was the pick over tail and green. Uh, you had George Halani, you know, uh, picked as the first team. Some people thought it should have been uh, Ashton Genty. Only three players overall from Boise State made the first team. We haven't had a chance to, to get your thoughts on this. You haven't really had a chance to, to comment on it. So what's just, I guess, your any any, any uh, takeaways from, from media days? Well, first off, I, I it's not on the media uh, of why there was only one um, defensive player for Boise State selected. He was the only defensive player nominated by Boise State. So when we talk about what seems like an abnormally low number of Broncos selected to the preseason All-Mountain West team, um, there was probably an abnormally low amount of Broncos nominated for that. And they there have the way they do it with the, you got to be a, a selection last year. And most of the guys that were selected last year are in NFL training camps right, right now. So it is what it is, but uh, it yeah, is. I, I, you should it, point That's a good thing to point out. Yes. I, I just still think that there should be the exceptions to the rule. Like, I mean, I, I feel like a guy uh, like Rodney Robinson is going to be, in the mix to be an all-conference player last year because when you look at his numbers from a year ago um they were they were absolutely solid and, and one could argue that uh, he would have absolutely been a contender 
um, to make the preseason All Mountain West team. Would he have done it? I'm not saying that, but he at least would have received a few votes. When you look at his numbers, he had 48 tackles, three picks, six pass breakups last year, I think two and a half tackles for loss uh, from his safety position as a first year starter, only a sophomore. So I think that there should have been an exception made for a guy like him because he um, will, without a doubt, be in the mix to be an all conference player this year for the Boise State football team and um, in, in the greater good of the Mountain West. But uh, either way, the, there just wasn't uh, – DJ Schramm was the only player the Boise State nominated on the defensive side of the ball, rightfully so. He was also up for defensive player of the year. Obviously, Easton Gibbs edged him out in the preseason ballot. Um, if I'm being honest, I uh, I put DJ down. And, and the only reason why I did that is just because as a six-year senior linebacker, um, he is very durable. He played through pain last year. I just see him putting up a very similar type of season as he did last year. And so um, I definitely think that DJ is worthy of a, of a preseason all-conference nod at linebacker. On the offensive side, you know, kind of one thing that I would say went under the radar a little bit, BJ, four offensive linemen were nominated by Boise State. Now that, that in turn, is a high number. Um, I had Ben Dooley as one of my guys that I put on the all-conference team to start the preseason, and um, I will confidently say I think he is on the end-of-the-year award. He had a really awkward year last year dealing with some health issues. He really made a, a push to come back and, and play a little bit at the end of last year. If he's happy and healthy going into this year, which all signs point to that being the case, I think that he is without an out uh, an all conference type um, offensive lineman, especially when you start to see how things are going to be plug and played. It looks like he's going to slide right back into that right guard position. We talked about this previously. I think you tweeted this out, but we talked about this almost a month ago, BJ of Mason Randolph looking like he could be a guy that would take snaps at center. And it looks like that's what he's going to do. That's going to be a big mental challenge for him. But um, I, going back, I, I guess what I really wanted to say about this, though, which what I was really my maybe my biggest takeaway of Mountain West Media Days, as you said, only three Broncos landed on the preseason team, right? And yet they were they weren't a unanimous favorite, but they were the overwhelming favorite pick to win the Mountain West Conference this year. So um, I, I guess what that suggests, BJ, is there's a lot of people out there that believe that the uh, the 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 whole is is greater than the parts. And um, if Boise State does go on and win this thing, there's going to be a, a number of guys that have breakout campaigns that are going to wind up on the postseason uh, All-Mountain West team that, that weren't even maybe even considered to be on the preseason team. Yeah, Clint says, uh, you know, a lot of excitement towards this year's team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But should we be worried with the defense at all? Most worries I have with the holes to fill. I will say this, like um, Mike Prater wrote about it. You can read his column on the line. But like there's this quiet confidence and maybe it's not even that quiet, like based on Andy Avalos telling us. But like because um, you know how it is, Jay, like you do the actual interviews, but there's other times where the coaches are just kind of standing around. You get a chance to kind of catch up with them and stuff where there's no microphone or no camera or whatever. And some of that's obviously off the record and going to remain private. But I mean, it just it, listening to Andy Avalos, whether it be in the interview or out of the interview, talk about his defense. Um, he really seems excited. Like he really seems like this group is going to be better than people think. And as I said, if Andy Avalos is saying that, I'm going to take his word for it at this point. I mean, um, we all feel pretty good about, you know, uh, Oladipo and, and uh, you mentioned Robinson and even Tubner. Like these guys have played a lot of football. The defensive line, I think, is where people probably have the biggest concern. Um, but it seems like with these transfers and, and, and some of these guys that like not to say that, you know, Andy Avalos is predicting this is going to be a top five defense in the country by any means. But um, 
there's just kind of this quiet confidence, I think, that this group's going to be just fine on defense and, and they're not going to lose games, you know, 50 to 49. I'd be lying to you if I told you I wasn't worried about the defensive line. I mean, when you lose sure. Scott Matlock oh, yeah. and all the production that they lost up there. Well, even uh, some of the other guys, like I, I like, people are forgetting about Jackson Cravens mm -hmm. and he transferred and who was uh, Divino Bacheri, like just some key rotation guys that are gone, no doubt. I mean, Jackson Cravens was a guy that didn't post monster numbers, but he was just a monster body in the middle of that defensive line that, you know, would eat up blocks and do things necessary to help facilitate a, a solid defense, right? Um, yeah, I would be lying, like I said, if, if I'm not going to be at least a little skeptical of, of the defensive line because they just have a lot to prove. But I do love a lot of the, of the, of the guys that um, return there. I can't wait to see um, Ahmed come back as, as a year older, a year wiser, with more playing experience under his belt. I think Herbert Gums is going to be yeah, – I, I, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. I, I just think that Herbert I, – I don't want to like go as far as saying he's going to be a star or anything like that. I just, I just like his potential. And I wasn't at Mountain West Media Day, so I wasn't a part of those side conversations, so nothing can be assumed here. I'm excited to see what a guy like Tyler Wiegis can do. Like he comes over from Utah, didn't get him a lot of playing time there. Um, he's been almost it's it's almost like it's been too quiet around him. I, I just I, I just think that he's a guy that can contribute to this defense, and I'm eager to see what that looks like. And we're just a little over a week and a half away from this really starting to ramp up and see these guys out there in, in fall camp and start to understand rotations and things like that. Uh, but you know, I just, I, I just, uh, my main takeaway, I just want to get back to it, is that only three guys on the Mountain West uh, preseason team for Boise State, and yet for some reason, everybody out there uh, picked them as as the favorites to win this thing, the overwhelming favorites to win this thing. And one thing I like about the non-division thing, by the way, BJ, and I think that the Mountain West should have done this. I've, you know, I've, I've clamored for this. Back when it was divisions on the preseason ballots, they should have said pick an overall winner yes. uh, of, the, of, of the league. And I think yep. that would have been a hotter topic than just doing divisions. V divisions was almost kind of was, a nil, but pretty, if you actually pick easy. A, yeah. a conference champion, um, that would have been awesome. Now, without divisions, Boise State, we can definitively say, is the preseason favorite to win the entire Mountain West Conference. Yep. And so um, I did. I do like that we are, are back in that discussion mode and – uh, I'm not going to lie, that probably does make the target on Boise State's back a little bit bigger, even if coaches tell you, no, we don't pay attention to that stuff. Uh, that's BS. So all those guys are going to go back, motivate their boys in the locker room, and say, hey, the Broncos are picked to, to pick uh, pick to be number one in the league this year. Let's go try and you know prove that wrong. And it's funny because you mentioned the uh, the only three guys on the team. I don't remember the exact quote from Andy Avalos, but I feel like that's something where he's like using that as motivation. Uh, but yet he was the one that didn't put anybody on the team. So <laughs> I, I'm just saying, that's why I said at the beginning of this thing, uh, it, yeah. you can't really fault the, the media completely there, whether it be the one in the ones in Boise or the ones out of town that vote on this thing. I, I think it's, it's all, you know, a method to the madness. And, you know, I, I think that BJ, when you go back and you look at the last team that I would really probably consider, um, I mean, that I would really consider, you know, on the borderline of elite at Boise State. I might have to go back to 2017. The mm -hmm. 2019 team that won the Mountain West Conference Championship, they were very good. But uh, I know that they, you know, Hank Bachmeyer was in and out of the lineup. He comes back and starts. But they were boat race. They were absolutely dominated by Washington in the bowl game. Yep. In 2017, you know, they they win the Mountain West Conference Championship. Leighton Van Der Esch goes on to be a first-round draft pick. They... uh 
I know that they only won by 10, quote unquote, but they absolutely, they, I would say they thoroughly dominated Oregon uh, with Justin Herbert at quarterback to wrap up that season. So I, I think that 2017 team might be like the last Boise State team that I would kind of consider, you know, and for the program standards uh, to kind of be elite. And on the preseason, all Mountain West team that, that year, they only had three dudes. And Leighton Vanderish wasn't even one of them. And he went on to win the uh, the league MVP that year on the defensive side of the ball. So uh, sometimes going into a season a little more unassuming, if you will, isn't necessarily a bad thing. And I think that right now, just about anybody in Bronco Nation, I think they take a 2017 season right now. No doubt. As, as they have a lot of young bodies on that offense and defense that would, that would come back next year and really set things up nice um, for, for next season. So oh. – that that team went again, won eleven and three. They won the Vegas Bowl, which is now the LA Bowl for the Mountain West. I, I think that a lot of team or a lot of people would would you know kind of be happy with a season like that right now. Well, I mean, when you look at it, it's crazy to say, Jay. But I mean, I mentioned it to Johnny yesterday. The last five years, five years, Boise State has won Mountain West championships. I mean, you talk about they've lost twice at home uh, to Fresno State. They lost to San Jose State down in Las Vegas. I mean, they've been in the title game, but that doesn't, you know, in terms of winning the Mountain West championship, the goal up there on the scoreboard or up right. on their board in their uh, facility, five years to think Boise State, you know, program that that's they're just the standard of the Mountain West only has one title in the last five years. I mean, yep. it, it really is go time for them to try to get back to that level. I, I hey. This program, it, it, they pride themselves on having a different standard, right? And so that, that I mean, I think we're just pointing out the obvious here. Um, that probably isn't the standard that they that they want. I know that there's been head coaching changes and all, you know, there's been COVID and all that stuff that's happened over the last five years. Uh, so there are some built-in excuses, but this would be a, a year where to, they get this thing trending back in the direction that does achieve their standard. And, you know, BJ, I was, I was kind of looking up some, some numbers and stuff just to try to help facilitate our coverage and do what I can, but not do too much or whatever. But, um, that was one that I double checked, man. That, that was one I, I just made sure because this is Boise state's 12th year in the, in the mountain West, every single one of those years, they have been picked to either win their respective division yep. or the league outright. And they've only, won the league outright i think three times with four overall mountain west championships yeah since they started the uh the championship game they've won in 14 17 and 19 right right and so i just i had to kind of go back and look at that just to make sure um because it yeah, that definitely made me do a little bit of a of a double take for sure well we'll, we'll see uh uh, a lot of uh, excitement, and again, a week from today, Andy Avalos will meet with the media to preview fall camp. I was trying to kind of poke and pride a little bit, Jay, with some of the uh, rostered things, and he he gave us the Cade Beresford one. He gave us Mason Randolph, but for the most part, he said we'll talk about it next Monday. Uh, he did say that uh, uh, Markel Reed and um, Austin Bolt both should be ready to go for fall camp, which is a good sign. Two guys that were injured in the season opener last year, but for the most part, uh, it sounds like he's saving a lot of the position changes, news and notes, that kind of that stuff, till Monday uh, at uh, media day or at the uh, media day at Boise State. So Monday, I don't know the time yet, but uh, uh, that'll be the uh, time that we'll talk to Andy Avalos. Practice starts on Wednesday. Don't forget, I mentioned it yesterday. They moved up the schedule where you get the same number of practices, but you can start two days earlier, and that gives you more off days and hopefully helps with injuries during camp. So normally they would start on a Friday if they're playing on that opening Saturday. And now they're starting Wednesday. 
Uh, so they get two extra off days built in there um, to uh, to get things going. So uh, full coverage coming next week of uh, the football. We'll have Jordan and Prater at football. I will be uh, in Vancouver, Canada with the basketball team. So we're going to have wall-to-wall coverage. And before we get out of here, Jay, I do want to briefly mention uh, and, and talk about the basketball trip as well. We're going to talk to uh, Leon Rice and some of the players this week. Uh, later this week to preview that, um, and I want to hit on that real quick. But first, uh, the Blue and Orange Store, blueandorangestore.com, reminds you they have free shipping for any order over $40. That's right. Just go to the blueandorangestore.com and get free shipping on any order over $40. If you're in the uh, Boise area, just go to the Boise Town Square Mall. Pick up all their uh, your new gear for the season at the Blue and Orange Store. Ridley's Family Markets, shopridleys.com. 13 locations in the state of Idaho. Check them out. Shopridleys.com. Go download their new app. You need a new job? How about transportation compliance service? Get into the trucking industry. Maybe you haven't thought of it as a, a career path, but it's a great thing right now and uh, very lucrative. So check them out. Transcompservice.com. It's a local company in Meridian that uh, helps folks all over the world get into the trucking industry, the permits and things you need. So check them out. Transcompservice.com. Lithia Ford of Boise. They'll be back with the uh, Lithia Ford of Boise pre and post game shows from Canada next week. Uh, you're welcome here at Lithia Ford of Boise. Check them out. View their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. Do what the Reigns family did. Find a couple online you like. Go in, test drive them, and uh, make your decision. You'll be on your way. And uh, we're very happy with our F-150. And, uh, again, their full inventory of vehicles is available at LithiaFordBoise.com. And our title sponsor, there would be no Bronco Nation news without the fine folks at RowPaint.com. So if you're looking to uh, any kind of interior, exterior painting job on your siding or in your house uh, or those concrete coatings, their specialty, uh, make sure you check them out, roepaint.com. They'll come out and give you a free estimate, talk you through the process, and, and uh, it's transformational in terms of the look of that concrete slab. Uh, they can in one day, 24 hours, the five times stronger than epoxy. We've got it in our garage and our back patio. Couldn't be happier with the fine folks at rowpaint.com. So uh, make sure you check them out, rowpaint.com. And I mentioned Matt Bowsher, Bowsher Real Estate. He also stepped up. Not surprised, Jay, that Matt Bowsher, when I made the call, uh, I, I was, uh, first of all, I was in Mexico and I was doing a little work because we were getting ready to head back that day. And it was like seven something probably in Mexico, which means it was literally like 520 in the morning in Boise. I sent Matt Bowser a text, uh, basically thinking at some point later in the day, he'll get back to me. But literally, I said, you know, let me know when you have a chance to talk, you know, a second to talk. Literally at like 520 Boise time, he's like, how about now? And he had already been finishing up his workout. And, uh, you know, Bowser was probably like, let's see, mile pace. He's probably just finishing up mile number three, going into mile number four. Yeah, I was going to, yeah, I don't don't know if he was still actually working out while we were talking. I think he had already finished. So he had gotten up even earlier, but, uh, um, appreciate him before I could even finish the sentence of what, how much I needed and what it was for on the Canadian trip. He said, if it's basketball coverage, if it's helping you, I'm in, let's do it. Send me the bill. So, uh, very appreciative. I already mentioned Atkinson's mirror and glass and our friends at the RBC wealth management, but uh, Matt Bowsher as well, stepping up like he always does. Bowsherrealestate.com, the number one ranked realtor in the treasure Valley. Make sure you check them out. And as I said, Jay, be leaving on Sunday. We're going to have a full morning show. So you'll still join me next Tuesday while I'm in Canada. Uh, and we'll have full morning shows. We're going to have some live guests, players, coaches, hopefully in the morning shows, and then also going to have a live pre and post game guests as well. So we're hoping we can get some assistance coaches on maybe during the pregame show during uh, the layup line we'll get coach rice some players on afterwards my goal 
Don't know if I'll be able to pull it off. My goal is to get an interview at some point on this trip with every player on the roster so you can kind of get to know these guys and get to uh, uh, really get excited about this team moving forward. And we'll really break this down, Jay, uh, on Friday. Uh, but to any quick thoughts, just as uh, we're less than a week away from this trip, they're, out, they're in the middle of their 10 practices right now. You know, Cam Martin, Omar Stanley, uh, Roddy Anderson, all the newcomers, uh, Andrew Meadow, uh, going to be pretty exciting to see uh, this group kind of for the first time uh, take shape here in, in Canada. Yeah, I, I just think it's cool that, again, it goes back to just the fact that they're doing this this year. I mean, this is a team that has some new pieces and they have some young talent that I think has a chance to contribute, uh, if not necessarily in starting lineup, off the bench. And so uh, we see this team or we're, we're going to see this team begin to take shape um, as soon as July 31st, which is kind of crazy considering that's what? two months before they can even really actually begin to officially practice as a team together. Yeah. And so um, this will be good. Leon used this obviously to his benefit and uh, it's going to be, man, it's going to be an exciting basketball season. It's, it, it's cool that there used to be that, that kind of lull uh, once, you know, I'd say in the month of December, maybe end of November, but with the way the team's been playing and the hype around this year's squad, there's there's not going to be much of a lull. We'll just go right from football right into basketball, and in many cases, the, it's actually just going to overlap. It is definitely going to overlap for some big games, and I feel bad, Jay, because last week I teased an announcement coming on a big game for Boise State basketball, and uh, both teams have signed the contract, but the arena where they're playing the game at has not signed their version of the contract, so I've been instructed not to uh, put this out there yet. So I, I'm not trying to uh, mm -hmm. you know, keep this tease going, folks. So I, and I apologize. I, I expected it would already be out by now, but uh, I can promise you that it's a quality, solid game to add to the uh, schedule, and my understanding is it will be the Friday night the night before the Mountain West Championship football game. So you get a nice weekend there, hopefully, of this on a Friday night and then the Mountain West Championship game on a Saturday. You mentioned, you know, they've got the Clemson game coming up on a Sunday later in the season. Uh, you know, obviously, then they go to that tournament, which is going to overlap with the Air Force game at the end of the regular season. So, uh, yeah, early in the season, there's going to be some tough games, and we're going to find out a lot about this team. But uh, uh, you can take those foreign trips once every four years, as you know, Jay, and, um, you know, to be able to get Cam Martin, Omar Stanley, all these guys, the extra 10 practices, see what you got, you know, for a guy like Andrew Meadow, he's going to play three games. And I guarantee, I, I bet you we hear Leon Rice say, oh, he's a sophomore now, you know, by the time the season starts, because he's got the three games and the 10 practices under his belt. But um, yeah, a lot of excitement for the basketball team. I'll be curious where they end up getting picked in the preseason, uh, talking about preseason poll. I, I would assume San Diego State coming off the championship game appearance. They lost some guys, but they, they hit the transfer portal as well. So they're probably your favorite, but uh, and I know there's a lot of hype around New Mexico again and some other teams, but I could certainly see Boise State being in that 2-3 range going into the season. Yeah, I, I'm, you mentioned the schedule too. It's this. Um, it'll be a fun non-conference schedule. I, I, I'm confident in saying that, and I mean it already is. The I, San Francisco game has already been uh, leaked out or announced. I guess they're they're going to play San Francisco on the Sunday, the 12th, which will be their second game of the season after they play Wyoming, and that's a, another quality mid-major game as well. Yeah, but I mean the thing about it is that that works out for this team. You know, I mean. You know, th th this Clemson series, I, I I, hope that Clemson comes here next year. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I hope that doesn't result in a buyout and that they actually make it to Boise. But the thing about that, Boise State's, you know, when, when we look at their their metrics, you know, you, you can suffer quad one losses and it's not really going to hurt you too much. And so the fact that Boise State's resume and, and their, um, you know, their net effect and what all that is so strong it's it's really a big reason why 
you know, these big programs will even pick up the phone and consider it because it's a quality game for them. If they lose, it's not the end of the world. And so, you know, Boise State, I, I understand that there might be some programs scared of, you know, traveling to Extra Mile Arena and playing the Broncos due to their, you know, alarming success there. But at the same time, they, you know, you can come play that game. And even if you lose, it's not going to crush your resume. And so yeah. that's a big tip of the cap to the program that they put themselves in this position to have opportunities like this. And to be in a position that we're talking about them a week before fall camp starts. I mean, that's uh, that that just Agreed. does show that does show you the uh, interest in, in basketball in this town now. And, and they're they're on another pace for record season tickets. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. So yeah. we'll have the overlapping coverage next week. Uh, as I said, I'll be in Canada. Jordan, Prater, Jay, everybody will be at uh, fall camp. And uh, I think I'll miss the first two days of practice uh, because of the Canadian trip. And then we'll be back on Friday and ready to go for fall camp uh, as well. So uh, overlapping coverage. We'll have it uh, all for you, and Brady and Jay and everybody will have all the highlights and interviews and everything uh, at KTVB as well, so make sure you're watching them and uh, following them on the various social media channels uh, as well. So I can't wait, man. It's it, it's here. And I know you brought this up at the beginning, but I, you know it's not Boise State news, but it's still Boise State-related news. I think it's pretty cool, man. Davis Harson going to play for Cody Hawkins over at Idaho State. Yeah. Um, you know, at one point in time, Davis's dad, uh, Brian Harson played for Cody's dad, uh, Dan Hawkins, here at Boise State, and now he's sending his son over to Pocatello, and he's going to play for Cody, an up-and-coming coach. Like, that, that's that, that's cool, and it shows how uh, broad and strong that that family tree that you know the roots started at Boise State, and it, it just continues to grow. So I do think that that is pretty cool news right there for both Cody and for Davis. Well, Jay, uh, as we wrap it up, if folks missed it at the beginning of the show, congratulations again to you. Uh, first time we've had a chance to have you back on. And uh, any what's the significance with Brooks? Any, just, you just like the name, or is there anything behind it? Oh, we just like the name, man. We, awesome. There was a you know we I got to say we were uh, surprised. We did not find out gender before birth. Um, my wife wanted to do it that way, and we did. That was that was fine. That's obviously her call. I respect that. I can't. That, so, we've, I've talked about that with Johnny and those guys on the show last week. I think after we found out, I don't know if I could have done that, man. Oh, uh, it was it was one hell of a surprise. I got to tell you that. And hey, I I, I I will unequivocally reiterate and state that I would have been good with another girl. Um, the one that we have is so awesome. I would have been perfectly happy being a girl dad, but it is nice to have one of each now and uh baby brooks is, is home and doing well and as far as the name bj there uh there wasn't much of a significance we just we have just liked the name for a while now and it was funny going into it you know we had you know our top girl names and top boy names and it, it i'm not you know in, in terms of putting it out there we had to uh we had to talk about it for a couple of days to make sure we which one we liked and all that stuff. So we, we figured it out. And okay, so uh, the name was not for sure based on boy or girl. You still had to make the decision there. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah, yeah we had to, we, we went in with a couple of, of different names. And so no wonder uh, it took you five days to tell the, to, to announce we, what was going yeah, on. And, well, then once we got the first name nailed down, we had to figure out the middle name and um, my wife really wanted it to have meaning. And so uh, he carried uh, my name as his, as his middle name, which is, is pretty cool, I think. But uh, it just yeah, I took a, it, man. There's nothing like naming a kid. Like it's it it feels like it's pressure. And right when you figure out what you're gonna name him or her, then you start rhyming it and figuring out initials and being like, is this is this gonna be like is he gonna be made fun of because it rhymes with something or anything like that? And so maybe I don't know, but we we feel pretty confident in Brooks. Yeah, awesome man. That's uh, that's really cool. Congratulations again. 
and uh, glad to hear everything is is going well and uh, excited to get you back around practice and stuff. But take all the time you get and deserve and need. It's uh, you're never going to get this time back, man. So yep. um, that's it's it's awesome for you, and uh, we're glad that we can at least get you away for 30 minutes uh, and get you back on the show here. So we appreciate it. Thanks to Camille for holding it down in the background, and uh, we will do it again on Friday, and we'll mostly talk basketball on Friday. Maybe get into exactly what we want to see with some of these newcomers and uh, talk about rotations and things like that on Friday and uh, play some sound from Leon Rice, who I think is talking on Thursday. So a uh, big basketball-heavy show on Friday as we preview uh, the uh, Canadian trip. And then uh, football, again, we'll, we'll share the stage, I guess, with the basketball team next week, which is crazy to say, uh, going into uh, fall camp. So, Jay, appreciate your time, man. And, uh, again, uh, congrats. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Go subscribe, bronconationnews.com. Read Jordan's article. We'll find out who that new commit is for the football team, and Jordan will have you covered. Uh, we'll get the story up on the website as well. So have a great rest of your Tuesday. Obviously, if more news breaks, we'll uh, we'll be back at bronconationnews.com. Otherwise, uh, Jordan will join me tomorrow at 9 a.m., and uh, looking forward to that. So uh, he's Jay Tust. I'm BJ Rains. Thanks to ropepaint.com, all of our sponsors, again, from the Cutwater Studios. This has been Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com.